0: Welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. Whether you like to fish, enjoy talking about fishing, or just enjoy the fishing lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. So go grab yourself a cold drink or a hot cup of coffee, sit back, start tying up some fishing rigs, and enjoy the show. Well, hello folks, and welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. I hope you're having a good day, whatever day it is that you happen to be listening to the show. If you're a regular listener, I appreciate you stopping by, coming back, and paying us a visit. And if you're new to the podcast, and have just stumbled across it, uh, welcome. appreciate you taking the time to listen and check it out. Uh, i got quite a few of these in the books, and I've actually got some of them as video podcast up on my youtube channel i started doing that uh a few months ago and i do a video version for some of them this one is not a video version of this one this is just for my dedicated podcast listeners decided to get on here and talk about some fall fishing we may do another video version of it at some point but uh for now this is just the uh just the podcast version so uh if you want to check out the YouTube channel and you just came across the YouTube, uh, or across the podcast, uh, go to my website. That is the easiest way to check out the other social media stuff I have on YouTube and there's links to Facebook and all that. Uh, but you can also, uh, reach out to me there. You can send me an email, uh, send me a message you know, if you got some feedback on the podcast and, uh, it's the best place to go, fishingcom There's also links to the YouTube channel, my guide business that I do here in the uh, Carolinas, uh, fishing trips if you're looking for a charter in this area, and uh, yeah, links to the podcast also, and also the fishing gear. People ask about what kind of gear they use, what kind of rod, what kind of this. I've got links to all that stuff on there, so that helps with some answering some of those questions, but yeah, I appreciate you checking it out. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on right now as we roll into september this uh podcast is being taped first week of september and uh we're not quite to the calendar fall yet we're still a couple of weeks away from that but uh the meteorological fall is here and we're starting to get that transition daylight uh we're getting less and less daylight uh it's getting uh darker earlier it's getting light uh later and we're getting less and less daylight. What that means is we're starting to see some of the temperatures, the average daily temperatures start to drop. What does that mean? You've heard me talk about the average daily temperature before. It means the water temperatures are dropping. So we're starting to get that shift to take place. Now by all means, I'm not saying leaves are going to change tomorrow and you know it's it's gonna be sweater wetter uh but it's uh it's cooling off we've had a couple of mornings already where it's been really nice i ran some guide trips had about four or five days in a row and we were out there in hoodies now we had to come out of those hoodies a little while later but uh it was nice it it was really just a nice cool morning having a pair of shorts and a hoodie it felt great it was nice to be out there that hint of fall that's kind of where we're at And all of that plays into the fishing. Uh, It all plays into what's going on. And, uh, you know, today was a day, uh, I ran a trip this morning. It was, uh, you know, cloudy, overcast. It looked like fall. Nice and cool. Uh, Not, you know, you know, it's still going to get hot today. It's still going to be up in the 80s, but those water temperatures are dropping. Water temperatures I've seen over the past week have went from around 85, 86 to around 81, 82. And that's nice. So what this means if you're going out chasing catfish is, well, the bite is getting better and better and better. And this is pretty much anywhere in the country that you go to. This is when that transition takes place. We have been killing it. As a matter of fact, the other day I had the best guide trip I've that I can remember. I think it's the best one I've ever had. For numbers, we had 32 total fish. Uh, for size of fish, we had fish into the 20s. We had, I think, nine or ten fish that were in the teens. Uh, We got a slam, even though the flathead that we caught was only uh, about two pounds. It still counts. It's a Lake Wiley slam. A Lake Wiley slam, for you guys that don't know, is a blue, a channel cat, and a flathead. And uh, so we got that. But it was an amazing day. And the day before that, we had a trip. We had 21 fish. Uh, again, several of them teens, I think we had some into the twenties and, you know, it's just great, great fishing. Matter of fact, one guy was keeping some fish and, uh, you know, the rule on my boat is release anything over 10 pounds. We had a hard time coming up with three fish, uh, for him to take home to eat. So that's kind of a, a, a an interesting problem to have, but it shows you just how good the fishing can be right now why is that well that's a really really good question i i think it's because stuff gets out of the river channels at least for where i'm fishing at the deepest part of the waters uh, the deepest part of the lakes is not where the fish are at uh, which is kind of interesting because there's also not much of a thermocline left So with the water's cooling and stuff, they're getting down to about the temperature. You don't have that big difference there in the deeper water. Uh, But a lot of the fish are away from that. They're onto the flats. Uh, They're up in some of the shallower areas. Not super shallow, but shallower areas. It just seems like there's a good spread of fish. It also seems like fish are feeding. And this seems to happen this time of year. Not sure why that all of a sudden always happens in the fall. Um, But... You know, the spawning's over with, that's way behind us, and these fish are scattered around feeding. There's bait, uh, schools of thread fin, gizzard chad, uh, schools of perch, they're scattered all over the lake, and they seem to be very active. A lot of stuff feeding. Uh, some of the smaller thread fin that were hatched this year are getting a little bit bigger. White perch are chasing them, catfish are chasing them. There's just a lot, a lot of activity going on. The other thing that we have going for us, at least in the southeast, is we've got pretty stable lake. Now, some of you guys uh, that have faced some of the crazy flooding that has been going on, you folks up in the northeast uh, that are listening, I don't even know what kind of condition your world in is in up there with all the water and the flooding and the people in Tennessee that have been hit by folks down in Louisiana, you know, there's uh, with the hurricane coming through. But a lot of these reservoirs here in the Carolinas, Georgia, uh, the the levels are pretty stable. I mean, there's uh, nothing kind of crazy. I think that helps uh, with the fishing. So a lot of you guys are probably asking if you're bank fishing, what's the plan? Well, it's a good time to be out fishing, whether it be daylight or uh, at night. I'll be honest with you, um, the past week's guide trips, our good fishing picked up mid-morning it was like 10 10 30 there were a couple of, the first day it happened we started catching it, the the early part was okay uh we caught a few fish and then later it started you know getting better and better and i was thinking well man did i just find the fish or is the bite getting better we went there the next day it's about the same thing and i gotta you know could kind of tell there's like a window there from about 10 to about 1 where the fishing was really good so uh obviously that will shift a little bit every day but my point being is that sometimes that good fishing can be in the middle of the day this time of the year uh it may be early i like being out there early um i just like seeing the sun come up uh getting out there and getting on the water before sun comes up i just enjoy that but hey if you don't have that time of the day to fish you can only fish at night because of work obligations or you know you know other stuff you got going on get out at night it's a great time to be out there and fishing. Now, the other good thing is this time of the year is boat traffic starts to really decline on, uh, you know, on lakes. Any of you, especially for folks like myself that are on big recreational lakes, uh, we being in close proximity to Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, there are a lot of people, pleasure boaters that are out and some of you guys that have the pleasure of being in some areas away from all that. You probably don't have to deal with it as much, but in some of these, you know, reservoirs like Norman, you know, Lake Wiley, Lake Murray down in South Carolina, Lake Lanier down in Georgia, Loudon over in Tennessee, these lakes get pounded with boat traffic And Now school's back in session. We're past Labor Day, and um, if you can get out during the week, our trips the past couple of days on uh, during the week, in the mornings, it's like nobody's there. It's really awesome. So that's another thing that you kind of got going. Uh, uh, you know, if you're out on a boat, it's great. You guys that are bank fishing, there's going to be less people taken to the lake fishing. For a lot of people, the casual anglers out there, uh, it's kind of a summertime thing. I ain't got nothing else to do in the summertime and they're out fishing. You guys are kind of serious about it. This is a really good time for you because you start to get more of the place to yourself. And that's good because... It syncs up with the good fishing so whenever you can fish you know if you're fishing at night the feedback i get from my buddies that are bank anglers here that i get some intel from is there seems to be windows just like earlier in the day there are time periods out there when it may be really good uh you know maybe right when the sun goes down for the first couple of hours uh but generally it's not going to be all night long Uh, you know, you're going to have some pockets when the fishing is going to get better and better. So obviously, the longer you can sit, the longer you can wait, the greater your odds are that you're going to be there when feeding fish come through. So uh, the bad part is there's no real way to pin it down and pick a time, uh, the time to be there. A lot of times that varies by reservoir uh, and what's going on. So... Fish when you can. That's what it comes back to. Uh, Fish when you can. Uh, Just get out there. You know, if it's middle of the night or during the day, just put some time on the water. And as far as bait goes... A lot of stuff working. You know, we still got water temperatures now in the 80s. Uh, any of you guys that are using processed baits, any of the stink baits, that kind of stuff. Pretty much any time that water temperature gets above 72, 73 degrees, that stuff works really good. And it's you know going to be something if that's all you got access to is a, to a pack bait or uh, something like that. That's fine. That stuff's going to work too. But as always, it's hard to beat uh, the meat that's in the lake that you're fishing or the river that you're fishing. So. Uh, you know, if that's uh, bluegill, are still going to be pretty easy to catch. They are still hanging up toward the banks. Water temperatures still up in a good range where they're still up there. You can pick those off. This is a great time of the year. You get into this fall time for netting shad. A lot of this, these fish pull up into these creeks. Uh, a lot of times you can net them from the bank. You can also net them from a fishing pier, like at a boat ramp or a place like that that you can get access to, and that's always going to work. And uh the good old standby backup emergency whatever you want to call it chicken uh i was running chicken side by side on my guy trips and it won every day now i will say this there was one day where it was close uh i think the day we had 32 fish it was about 17 of them came on chicken so it was pretty close pretty evenly split and i think that day I think we had three fish that were teen, upper teens, 18, 19, mid 20s. And I think two of the three came, two of the three bigger fish came on the perch, But the majority of the teener sized fish came on the chicken. So uh, it'll work. It'll work if that's all you got access to and you want to get out there and fish. Uh, get you some chicken breasts, get you some chicken thighs, whatever. It will work in most places that have any type of mussels, snails, aquatic clams anything like that it's it's a good bait and you can catch them now you guys that are in a boat uh learning to fish from a boat any technique's going to work i prefer to cover water right now uh there there's fish are so all over the place you can anchor you can mark some you can anchor up on them that's fine Uh, if you've got areas that have muscle beds that you think fish are in you know smaller areas you can anchor on them that's fine i like covering water though i have much better luck uh, with covering water drifting and dragging and trolling right now uh especially with our calm waters and the reservoir fishing you guys are you know the big rivers and stuff a little different ball game uh you may be better off anchoring if you're into bumping and all that well you're probably not listening to this podcast trying to figure out how to catch them so uh, but yeah if you're fishing lakes you know some of these uh smaller not as swift rivers i think covering water is the way to go now all that'll change once the temperatures start dropping and getting colder, uh, that's when you see me anchoring up a whole lot more. But um, I think right now it, it, it's working. Like I said, we are putting a lot of fish in the boat. We've been really lucky. Uh, everything has come together. Uh, it's been a frustrating year. If you watch any of my videos, uh, you know, even in some of the podcasts I've been talking about, it's been kind of tough with uh, getting on anything that is patternable, uh, something that you can kind of, you know, Find that works, and then repeat that for several days. It's 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 just not being like it it has in previous years. Don't know why that is. Listen, stuff changes. Um, and I try to tell people that that you know ask me stuff. You know, they'll say, "Well, where are they going to be at right now? Where are they going to be at?" You know, in December. Well, jay you know, there's some general things you can kind of look at, but you know. Fish are animals, and stuff changes. There's a lot of variables that come into play. You know, temperature, water temperature, how much rainfall you've had, uh, sunlight. All that stuff plays a part in where plankton's at, where bait fish are at, and then where feeding fish are. And whether you got water flow, all that. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that comes into play. And, you know, there's some things that are kind of some general rules, but the bottom line is... You got to get out there and find the fish, and you know figure out where they're at. And that's just there's no quick, easy way to that. I will say one thing I've noticed recently: um, we uh, we sent a lot of schools. It looks like there was a very good shad hatch because we have some schools of little bitty shad uh, appear to be thread fin, probably this year's hatch. They are as big as the first end knuckle on your pinky. I mean, they're very small and. The white perch that we are catching are in there feeding on these things, and they're puking them up in the tank when you catch them. That's how I know we got them, Um, so many of them. Plus, you see them on the screen. The one thing I've noticed is there's some massive schools of them. When you are around those things, uh, the fishing is not that good, uh, or the catching is not that good. There's a lot of arches. There's a lot of medium-sized arches, and I think the thing is there. I think there's too much bait. Uh, I think there's just... Too much stuff for them to eat, and it's very, very hard to get bit in those areas. Uh, The better fishing seems to be on some of the fringe areas away from all that stuff. And even in some areas to where you're not marking a ton of bait. If you can find those fish that are out there that are scattered, uh, that for whatever reason are away from these bait schools, those can be some good places to fish. And that's what we've kind of tried to do. We've had some areas we've gotten into marked a ton, a pile of bait and it's like, man, there's bait, there's arches, and you don't really catch that much. You get away from that stuff, boom, rods start going off. So, um, my point there is, if you're seeing all that bait, your sonar's lighting up, it's going crazy. it might be too much, uh, you know. There just might be too much competition between all that real bait that they're keen uh, keyed in on, and what you're putting out there. And it's really funny how fish. Can get very dialed in and focused on one type thing. Um, I was out filming some stuff a couple of weeks ago with Melton Hill Bill. I've done a podcast with him. And um, we were <clears throat> out there and just happened to hit a time when there's a mayfly hatch and uh, a late one, as we have been having this year, uh, or so it seemed. A Lot later into August, like mayfly hatches, which we typically don't get those. But my point being, we were out there, he had skipjack, these big, beautiful, juicy, oily, live skipjack that he was putting out there for the striper to hit on. And it was tough to get them. We caught a couple of fish, but they would not hit them. But as soon as a mayfly Popped out on top of the water and was flirting around on top, you know, floating around, fluttering on top of the water. Boom! Striper would come in there and blow up on it. You throw a skipjack in the same area, they wouldn't touch it. Then a little mayfly starts fluttering on top of the water. Boom! They blow up on it. So when something like that happens, whether it be shad, uh, skipjack, mayflies, whatever. Those fish get fixated on that one thing they're looking at and they're feeding on. And it can be tough. So sometimes you have to get away from that to catch fish with whatever bait you are trying to present. So just some stuff to keep in mind. Uh, you know, that's true about any time, but this time of the year, especially with some of the bait schools as spread out and as vast as they are right now, uh, it can, it can make it kind of tough, but guys, it's a good time to get out on, on the water, man. The, the weather is beautiful. It's starting to get better and better uh it's just a fun time to be out there and be catching fish at very tolerable temperatures and uh you can get into some good fish this time of the year so we're in the prime time uh here through october uh, it's going to be good fishing uh it's going to get better and better and better so i hope you get a chance to get out and i uh, hope you enjoyed this quick little podcast this isn't a super long one got some uh more guests i'm going to be having on uh here soon uh panfish bill uh if y'all remember him uh he's a catfish guy and youtuber from out in tennessee got a podcast with him coming up and uh, gonna be sitting down with another guy that i'm looking forward to doing an interview with can actually be doing it tomorrow flying up to uh, richmond virginia and that's big john garland he's a guide and uh He's a really, really cool guy. I'm excited that he's going to give me a little bit of time. We're going to sit down and uh, have a little conversation. And uh, I think you'll really enjoy that. So we'll be getting more and more guests on here. I like having the guests, but I will continue to do some of these solo deals with me on here. Jacking my jaws about something. We'll have something we're talking about. There's always something interesting out there in the fishing world to talk about. and We're going to try doing it and bringing it to you here. So until next time, we'll catch you guys out on the water.